Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. No guest this week, let's get that straight out there at the front, there's no guest this week. Um, myself and Paul, we're just going to rattle through it, it's going to be nice, quick, concise, to the point. We're going to do the job that we came to do and we're going to get out clean. Last week's games, everything from last week, stats the works, and then this week's games predicted to the hilt. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around, that's the main one. Share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They may even thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast. Laces out. Recording in progress. There it is. The recording is in progress. I can confirm from a recording perspective that that is true. I can see it happening right now. Um, I'm here. My glamorous co-host is here. I'm doing the intro. So it must be one of those where we take it in turns. People who, people who know are now narrowing in. They're like, I know this podcast. It's the Sewing Podcast. And you'd be wrong because it's the it's the Laces Out podcast, the NFL podcast from the Cookie Cast Network. So I went into corporate mode there. Uh, yes, indeed, I am here. My glamorous co-host is here, and no guest because it's one of the weeks where the guests were like, no, it's not one of those weeks. It's one of the rare weeks where there's no guest because the guest system is decided purely on our. Uh, fancy leagues, and this week it's a little podcast derby, isn't it? So, uh, less said about that, the better, because uh, I think at this point in time you are projected to beat me twice over. <laughs> so, that's going to be fun to try and negotiate. Um, Is that not more because you've got like about eight? Eight guys on bye. I, I have two players on bye in my lineup. I can do little about that with with what yeah. I with what I've got on my bench. All, all I'll say is um, it could be worse, mate. If you have a look at this gold for the year uh, for the podcast listeners, if you have a look at Cole's team. Oh my word! <laughs> ah, anyway. The joys of we, uh, the, the joys. Should we, should, we, should we discuss some NFL happenings and stuff like that? Sure. Uh, week eight in the back. Yes, week week eight is done and dusted. From a from sure. a playing perspective, not from our perspective, we've got to do our week eight stuff. So obviously last week. Myself and Mr. Cook did our predictions as per usual. The guest slot last week was taken by my charming lady wife, Mrs. Amy Williams. So she provided her picks for the 16 games 
as we discussed last week, for some reason, even though the buys have started, last week was uh, one of those strange weeks where none of the teams were on buy. Nope. Interesting. So, 16 games to pick from, 16 points up for grabs. In last place, with 10 out of the 16 picks correct, was me, Mr. Paul Williams. Uh, of my 16 selections, the, the 16 that did let me down were the Colts at the Saints, uh, the Steelers home to the Jaguars, the uh, Falcons at the Titans, uh, the Browns at the Seahawks, uh, the Chiefs at the Broncos, uh, and the 49ers at the uh, home to the Cincinnati Bengals. So, fair to say, some some true some true coupon busters on there. Where you would you would normally expect um, those particular results to go a completely different way. Um, so sadly, no point for me this week as I, uh, I had six six of those games incorrect. That leaves Mr. Cook and Mrs. Williams with their selections, and in second place, there's a clear winner this week. And first place. Combined, ah. both getting 12 of 16 selections correct, it is Mr. Cook and Mrs. Williams. So that we have another tie at the uh, in the scores predictions league. So Take the four teams that let Mr. Cook down were the Texans at the, at the Carolina Panthers, the Falcons at the Tennessee Titans, the Chiefs at the Broncos and the Beng- and the 49ers at home to the Bengals. For Mrs. Williams, the 14th of her down were the Buccaneers at the Bills, the Texans at the Panthers, the Chiefs at the Broncos and the Bears at the Chargers. Everything else she had selected correctly as So what that does for the overall season-long bear, season-long predictions. I'm still languishing with one and a half points through eight weeks. Andy moves on to two and a half points through eight weeks. The guest collectively moves on to four points through those eight weeks. So the guest is still uh, still hammering hammering the pace and uh, putting myself and Mr. Cook to shame. Well done collectively, the guest. Mm. Um, from a week eight perspective, from a predictor's perspective... Mr. Cook and myself obviously do the side bet where we each pick four games where we think that there's a banker winner for either team and we then top those up and we see at the end of the season who had the most points. Andy's four selections this week started off with the Bills at home to the Buccaneers. Correct point there. The Dolphins at home to the New England Patriots. Two points there. Another banker. He had the Chiefs at the Denver Broncos, that has not paid off, Mr. Cook. No. He also had the Texans at the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. The 0-6 Carolina Panthers, no less, going yeah. into this. Yeah. Sadly, Mr. Cook only get two of his yeah. four selections correct, moving him from the 16 points he was on at the start of Week 8 to 18 points at the end of Week 8. How, uh, on on my side of things, I had selected the Baltimore Ravens. 
Patsy where the ribs are. At the Arizona Cardinals, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders, the Detroit Lions at home to the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Los Angeles Chargers at home to the Chicago Bears. A clean sweep for me. Four of four selections correct. Moving me from 19 points to 23 points. That's a five-point lead for myself in the side bet going in to week nine. That's all of your week nine information from a predictions perspective. But as always on the, uh, on, the, on, the, on the podcast, I believe the stats mistress herself has been beavering away in the background to pull the stats from her source to bring them to ourselves to give to you guys right now. Yes, indeed. Uh, the stats mistress collated. Uh, she took the information from Nate Davis of USA Today. Uh, NFL Week 8 stats. Uh, I've divided them up between myself and my co-host. And I have the first stat of the week as this. Kirk Cousins entered Week 8 with a league best 16 touchdown passes. And added two more in the Vikes 24-10 win at Green Bay before suffering an Achilles injury that seems likely to end his season. Minnesota has won an NFC best three games in a row after starting one and four, but could face some tough decisions ahead for the deadline given the injury to Cousins. Um, something that we, I don't know whether we should have maybe touched on now or after sort of thing, but there's been a lot of moving and indeed shaking over literally the last 24 hours. Uh, number two, the Philadelphia Eagles swept the Commanders, winning 38-31 on Sunday after beating Washington 34-31 in week four. Philly is the only team in the NFL with seven wins. All good. Number three, Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown posted his sixth straight game with at least 125 receiving yards, 130 yards and two touchdowns, setting a new NFL record. But Brown has some work to do to catch Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill. The first player to notch 1,000 receiving yards through eight games in the Super Bowl era since 1966. I saw they, fla they flashed that stat up at the time once he passed the thousand yards and he's on a list of like four people and yet yeah, the other three were outside of the Super Bowl era number four now with a thousand and fourteen yards after adding a hundred and twelve on Sunday Hill projects to finish with two thousand one hundred and fifty five for the entire season putting him comfortably on track in his bid to become the NFL's first ever 2,000-yard receiver. Mental. Number five, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins had his best game for Tennessee. Three of his four receptions from rookie quarterback Will Levis, 
going for touchdowns, trying his career high, tying even, uh, in a 28-23 win over the Atlanta Falcons. And my final stat for this week is number six. The Jets won the Battle of New York at the weekend. The Giants were truly hamstrung after being forced to turn to quarterback three, Tommy DeVito, and finished with minus nine net passing yards. Running back Saquon Barkley caught three balls for zero yards. Tight end Darren Waller, all, uh, who left the game early with a hamstring in issue, tied for the team lead with four receiving yards. I did see something earlier, which was one of those, uh, one of those, check your check your children's candy. Obviously, it was American. Check your children's candy, people. I've seen that somebody snuck in some Giants tickets into my child's. Oh, uh, over to you for more delicious stats. Yes, indeed. So, all four. Of the AFC divisional leaders sit at six and two after the Kansas City Chiefs' run of dominance over the Denver Broncos ended at sixteen consecutive victories in a twenty-four to nine setback on Sunday. Sunday was Chiefs quarterback's uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes' first ever loss to the Broncos. The reigning league MVP, who was feeling under the weather, turned the ball over three times and didn't generate a single touchdown. Mahomes' streak of 29 consecutive games and the touchdown pass also came to end. However, continuing his streak, Niners running back Christian McCaffrey did score a pair of touchdowns his 17th consecutive game, including playoffs, reaching the end zone, tying him with Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, the NFL record. He also extended his own mark for consecutive games with a touchdown from scrimmage. McCaffrey now needs one more game with both a rushing and receiving touchdown to tie Hall of Famer Marshall Falk's all-time record with 15. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara also had a rushing and receiving score on Sunday, something he has now managed 11 times in his own sterling career. Cornerback Doron Bland became the first Dallas Cowboys player with three pick-sixes in a single season, after taking a Matthew Stafford INT back for six in their 43-20 beatdown of the Rams. Bland can tie the NFL record for a single season if he houses just one more interception in 2023. The Carolina Panthers became the final team in the league to notch its first win of the season, defeating the Texans in a matchup of rookie quarterbacks. They actually flashed up a stat during the game, I believe it was on the red zone, where Scott Hansen said that this wasn't the first time that they'd actually played each other. They'd actually played each other in a high school yes. game in like 2015. Yes, I saw like that. that. <laughs> and I think they even had like a little bit of footage from them, like, like some yep. like amateur sort of like. Yeah, they, yeah, they had a little bit of little, little sideline parent footage. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. I know, I know you've still got a stat left, uh, but I can't, I can't let the Carolina Panthers pass with. Uh, I feel bad in saying this, but I was genuinely rooting for them to not win that game. <laughs> I was desperately hoping they were going to ice the kicker. and uh, There was a couple of points where I was like, oh, they've done it. They've managed to make it so that so they don't win. Um, 
Just for like, you know, funsies, like, you know, going 0 and 7 and you know, that sort of stuff. But it wasn't to be. They unfortunately won a game. Indeed. And, as Mr. Cook did, my final start of the week. The Saints posted 511 yards of total offense in Sunday's 38-27 defeat of the Indianapolis Colts. Their most in the post-Breeze, Sean Payton era, and the most since 2018. Big day for the Saints on Sunday. That's all your stats for week 8, ladies and gentlemen. That just leads us to get on to week 9 to bring you. And obviously, as uh, as the eagle-eyed amongst you uh, can see, as it's just myself and Mr. Cook, no guest this week. Therefore, the guest predictions have been supplied to us by the stats mistress pulling double duty this week. So Leanne has provided her picks for 49's games. Me and Andy have picked our uh, our selections for 49. So why don't I go through these right now? So the Thursday night football sees the Tennessee Titans going up into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Myself and Andy think the Steelers will have enough to bounce back on this one. Whereas Leanne has picked the Titans and their new quarterback, Will Levis, to get them over the, uh, over the line in this one. We then move to the Sunday slate of games, and this is the first of the Germany games this season. And it should be a tasty little affair, as the Miami Dolphins are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, obviously, the Dolphins coming off the back of a big win against the New England Patriots, and the Chiefs are coming off the back of their, uh, third, well, Patrick Mahomes' first ever loss to the Denver Broncos. And because of that, we have all backed the Chiefs to bounce back and get a win. I believe Patrick Mahomes has never lost back-to-back games in his NFL career. So something that's interesting about this, and, and, and also interesting about that, there is another game later in the picks where I have picked for one reason and one reason only, and we'll come to that in a bit. But, um, from a picks percentage, the Dolphins are, uh, are slated to have uh, got the higher percentage of picks according to Pickham's. Which I thought was interesting, especially with, for us, all three of us to then go against that. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, uh, one I'll definitely be staying away from in the side bet, let's put it that way. Yeah, don't blame me on that one. Um, Surprising enough, we've all put the Chiefs, yep, uh, as we said there. The next game, so this is the uh, six o'clock slot of games. Um, obviously, the time difference should have uh, regulated itself out by Sunday, so we are back to six o'clock from Sunday onwards. Um, and our first game sees the Minnesota Vikings take on the Atlanta Falcons. And obviously, the Vikings coming off the back of Kirk Cousins' torn Achilles. Um, they've traded for Josh Dobbs, the quarterback with the Arizona Cardinals, so he will be their starting quarterback for the remainder of the season. Um Obviously, unless they decide to go with the, uh, the backup who finished the game on Sunday. But it would be seem very unlikely that they would trade for a guy and then not play it. Yeah. Um, so, because of that, obviously, he'll be learning the offense. He may not start the game on Sunday. He may They may give him a week or so to learn the playbook, things like that. Um, so, because of that, I think we've all taken the Falcons as the favourite for that one. Um, not a great surprise. Um, I think it'll take a while for the uh, for Dobbs to pick up the plays. 
uh, in Minnesota. But um, fingers crossed he can he can get a little bit of something going because uh, he seemed like quite a quite a nice bloke. All uh, all things considered, he seems like one of the one of the nicer guys in the NFL. Yeah. So hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it all works out for him. Uh, next up is the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. We've all gone for the Ravens on that one. Um, I think the Ravens are just very, very strong at home. Yeah. Um, uh, not a great surprise there. Uh, next up, it's the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Leanna's taken the Cardinals on this one. Me and Andy have both gone for the Browns. Uh, We've then got the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Again, me and Andy are in, in agreement here. We've gone for the Rams to get the win here, whereas Leanna's taken the Packers. But the Buccaneers taking on the Texans. Same again. Me and Andy have both gone for the Buccaneers, whereas Leanna's taken the Texans. Wow. Next up, we've got a consensus pick here. We've got the Commanders taking on the Patriots in New England. We've all backed the Patriots to get the win there. Same for the Saints at home to the Bears. We've all gone for the Saints. And we've all also backed the Colts to be better than the Panthers in Carolina. Um, I believe we then move into the late slate of games. Um, oh no, sorry, that's, we started with the Colts-Panthers as the, as the first in the nine, nine o'clock games. Um, next up is the Giants at the Las Vegas Raiders. Now the Raiders obviously are just coming off the back of the fact that they've just sacked head coach Josh McDaniel. And they've also said they're going to bench Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. for, the, um, for the backup quarterback in Las Vegas. Will that lead to a bit of a change of fortunes in the desert for, for the Raiders? Let's, uh, let's see. Andy and Leanne certainly seem to think so, whereas I think the, uh, the Giants might just have the edge on that one. Uh, next up, probably game of the week, uh, is the Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles, the big NFC East matchup. Um, we've all picked the Eagles to get the win there. I'm assuming that's probably because the Eagles are playing at home. Um, but you wouldn't be surprised if that one's a, a closely run game. Two left, two games left, so we get we move into the Sunday night football, and it's, a, it's another tasty one. It's the Buffalo Bills travelling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. I'm the only one who thinks the Bengals with home field advantage will get the win here, as Andy and Leanna both back the Bills to win there. So. Another one of those games where absolutely staying well away from it in the side bet. Um, part of me wants to say it's the Bills, and another part of me wants to say the Bills haven't been the Bill uh, haven't been overly Bills like in the last few weeks. Um, yeah, I had to make a judgment call when I made that decision. And in the end, my, uh, my, my gut was saying Bills. Um, obviously, you know, if you look at the Bengals in the last couple of weeks, they seem to be ironing out those kinks. So, Ooh. yeah, it's probably the wrong decision, but, yeah. Yeah, I think that um, that bye week yeah, certainly allowed them to get a, all the players that they needed to get healthy. Yeah. Up. Um, obviously, massive coupon buster last week going into San Francisco and beating the Niners. Yeah. Um, so, watch your space. But, uh, yeah, like I say, we've got a bit of a split of opinion. And the Monday Night Football sees the Los Angeles Chargers travelling to New York to take on the Jets. 
Uh, and we all think the Chargers have got enough to get the year, to get the win there. The four teams that find themselves on bye this week are the Jacksonville Jaguars, the San Francisco 49ers, the Detroit Lions, and the Denver Broncos. So that is all of your Week 9 game information. All that's left for myself and Mr. Cook to do is to make our selections for the side bet. So obviously Andy finds himself on 18 points, I'm on 23. Uh, it will be up to Mr. Cook to, uh, to either pick first or put me into bat. Which would you like to do, Mr. Cook? I think I will go first. Um, okay. I know, I know from doing my uh, predictions earlier today, going through the possibilities, I was like, this week's uh, side bet is going to be an absolute nightmare engine. Um, so let's have a look. Right, first, first one that's jumping out at me. Right, I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Dallas Cowboys, please. I would, I'll tell you something, I would not have gone there as my first pick. That is bold. I know, where I was going to go was elsewhere, and I imagine it's where you're going to go straight away. Uh, I think there is a much, much nicer selection on there. So my first pick will be the Atlanta Falcons at home to the Minnesota Vikings. I think the um, the sort of the upheaval at quarterback there is going to be tough for them to overcome, yeah, absolutely. Even, if it's the, even if it is the backup. Um, obviously, very <laughs> he knows the plays, but he's not had many reps. I think the Falcons will be able to um, pounce on that and take advantage. My second selection, I will go with the Baltimore Ravens at home to the Seattle Seahawks. I'm surprised that that is the game. I, I add you down for the one that I will now pick, which is the Cleveland Browns to beat the 1-7 and seven Arizona Cardinals. Did look at it. Just felt the, uh, the Ravens were slightly more safe selection. Uh, your third pick, please. Uh, the New Orleans Saints to beat the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe. Uh, so my last two, uh, I will take... Ooh, there's, there's, a few, there's not many. No. I'll take, I'll take the Colts to ah, be the yes, Panthers. That was going to be mine. And then this last, this last one's a, a proper toss-up. Um, I don't feel, I don't feel great doing it, but I'll take the Giants to beat the Raiders just because I think with them sacking the head coach and benching the starting quarterback all in one week, that might be enough of upheaval to sort of cause them to be uh, a bit all over the shop. So I'll take the Giants at the ring. Your final selection, please, sir. 
I mean, it's just it's just a desolate wasteland, isn't it? But great. It's either that game there, or I don't like. I don't like. I'm gonna have to take that one. Right. Okay. Uh, I will take an. Uh, yeah. Lesser of two evils, I think. I'll take the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Green Bay Packers. Part of me just wanted to write the word Rams in that little space I've got there because I was absolutely convinced that's where you were going. Yeah, because um, the, so, the, the other option would have been the Chargers Jets, but you've got that problem with the fact that the Jets are actually a higher... They've, had, they've got a higher win... But on paper, the Chargers are a better team. It's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously, they've, and they've got the fact that the Chargers have got to go across the country. Yeah, Jets are at home. Yeah, it's a prime time game. Yeah. I just in the end, I couldn't I couldn't put it put anything on it. Yeah. So just to clarify, Andy's four teams are the Eagles at home, the Dallas Cowboys, the Browns at home, the Arizona Cardinals, the Saints at home to the Chicago Bears and the Rams on the road at the Green Bay Packers. My four selections are the Falcons at home to the Vikings, the Ravens at home to the Seahawks, the Colts on the road at the Carolina Panthers, and the Giants on the road at the Las Vegas Raiders. That is your Week 9 side bet. Your Week 9 game week picks and just your uh, your Week 9 roundup pretty much done. We are going to do something that we uh, we started back in week six, where Andy asked myself of the teams that are uh, that are currently in play, who he thinks, who we thought, uh, who I thought would make the postseason. So we'll do the same with Andy. We'll go through it game by game, and we'll ask: Does he think one, both, or neither will make the postseason? I'll just do it from the games in the week nine slot downwards, and then go through the four by week teams. So, starting off with the very first game of the week, Andy, do you think the Tennessee Titans or the Pittsburgh Steelers will make the post-season? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say this now, I probably won't get the right number of this is the right lineup for the playoffs, but I'm going to say neither of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Okay. Dolphins and the Chiefs. Both. The Vikings and the Falcons. Neither. The Seahawks and the Ravens. Ravens, yes. There's that part. I, Seahawks, yes. So both. Yeah. Okay, the Cardinals and the Browns. Cardinals, no. I've been thinking about this a little bit, and I think, I think we will see the Browns in the in the playoffs. I don't think we'll see them for very long. Uh, next up, the Los Angeles Rams or the Green Bay Packers? Neither. Uh, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Houston Texans? I'm going to say Bucks, yes. But Texans, no. Part of me wants to say no to both. Okay, next up we have the Washington Commanders and New England Patriots. Uh, Commanders, no. And I'm going to take great pleasure in saying Patriots, also no. That's another neither. The Chicago Bears and the New Orleans Saints. Bears, no. Saints, yes. The Indianapolis Colts or the Carolina Panthers? Neither. In the neither column. The New York Giants or the Las Vegas Raiders? Neither. Neither? No. The Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, it, it's some, in some ways it pains me to say both. The Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals? Both. Finally, for the week eight, the week nineteen, the Los Angeles Chargers and the New York Jets. No, neither. I'm afraid. Neither. No. Okay, that just leaves us with the four bye week teams. So, Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I think we're going to see them in the postseason. I think they'll win the division quite comfortably. To be honest with you. The San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, I think so. The Detroit Lions? So I've been thinking this for a while, and weirdly it's part of the reason that I started this. I think we're going to see the Lions in the postseason. So it's yeah. a yes for me. And the, and the Denver Broncos? Absolutely not. Let's do a quick top up. So that is Dolphins and Chiefs, Seahawks and Ravens, the Browns, the Bucks, the Saints, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Bills, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the 49ers, and the Lions. You've picked 14 teams. Well done, sir. Whether or not there's seven AFC and seven NFC teams there, not entirely sure. Don't know. But, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll return to it at the end of the season and we'll see how close any of us got. Uh, but that, ladies and gentlemen, brings you to the end of Week 9's podcast. Uh, obviously, thank you to Mr. Cook for uh, once again joining me and uh, going through the uh, the NFL with you. Um, we'll leave it there for this week, folks, and we'll, uh, we'll join, us, uh, join us again in, uh, in about a week's time where we'll do it all over again for you. But until then, stay safe, and we'll see you later on. Bye. So there we go, what do you think to that? Another week gone, another week to come. It's all there, it's all in the book, it's all done and dusted, and plenty more to come.
Before you leave us, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around. That's the big one. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. It's there. It's got social media links. It's got an email button. You can get in touch with us. Click of a button. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to CookieCast. Please make sure to like, share and subscribe.